Okay, let's begin. I am Lanice Antoine Shelley, and I'll be your host through constructive, healing-based conversations designed to illuminate the adoptee, parents, and the adoption curious. We center the topics around community, mentorship, leadership, and healing, so you get a multi-dimensional view that is ultimately empowering. These are the voices who could not speak when they were young. Okay, before we get into it, I wanted to share with you some new offerings. We've just partnered with Isaac Edder's company called Identity, who provides adoption consulting and short practical guide pamphlets, a practical guide to transracial adoption and a practical guide to black hair care. As a listener, you get 15% off. Just click the link in the show notes where you can find all references and hot topics that are talked about in each episode. And since you're listening, I just wanted to thank those of you who've rated and reviewed this podcast, because every five-star click helps remind these platforms that our work matters and helps me keep going. So those of you who are getting so much out of these conversations and have taken the 30 seconds to write a positive takeaway, I see you and I thank you. Those who haven't yet, now is the time, my love. Let's talk about it on Instagram after you go ahead and click five stars and write a review. Hello, brave friends. I am Lanice Antoine Shelley, and I will be your host for When They Were Young, amplifying voices of adoptees. We'll engage with adoptees from all over the world, therapists, psychologists, CEOs, coaches, innovative leaders, and wise friends on navigating the complex nature of adoption. I will give you tools along with teachings to spur new conversations, ignite new habits, introduce you to modalities of healing, and feel nourished by the simple truth of you are not alone. I am an adoptee too. I am learning with you, educating and amplifying the voices who could not speak when they were young. Hello, hello, fam. How are you? How is your heart? I'm excited because I'm going to do something that I haven't done before on this podcast. I'm going to talk to you solo. It's just me. No one else is coming. It's not because I'm short on guests. It's simply because, one, it's my birthday today, October 17th. And if you want to gift me with a review on iTunes, I will be elated. Many adoptees struggle celebrating birthdays and holidays. It can be a triggering time, but I want to remind you that you are worth celebrating because your life has immense value. And secondly, I want to do something new to usher this chapter in. The only thing more terrifying than doing a podcast is doing a podcast alone. So I wanted to test the bandwidth of my courage. When going into this, I thought to myself, who am I that people would want to listen to me. Now, I've come to find my voice in this community is valid, necessary, and needed. 
I've been eternally appreciative with each download and encouraging feedback shared. I've allowed myself one step, moment, vision at a time, and I'd like to share the things I've learned thus far and things I'm still working on. I will leave links to all the wisdoms mentioned in the show notes below. Now, I launched this podcast by myself and produce it by myself, which is an undertaking I would have never dreamt of seven months ago. I'm not a self-professed tech-savvy person, but I sure know how to study a YouTube video. We've talked about holding space. Holding space is a term coined by the incredible Brene Brown. I recommend you read Daring Greatly, as it was the catalyst for healing the shame that I felt from perceived rejections and past harms. To fully empathize with someone, you must acknowledge and sit in their discomfort and be equal parts receptive and inquisitive. I've learned that Learning to listen is hard. We're conditioned to listen to respond rather than listening to understand. As I take in people's stories, I may not agree or get it, but it isn't my job to judge. It is my job to create a safe space where people can be their authentic selves. I know I've said that before. Actually, in the most recent episode, I think I said just that, but you cannot say it enough. It's so important in every relationship. If you want the paradigm to shift, hold space for someone and just listen. Here are my reflections. One, the outcome is not your business. Gladys Thomas, in episode one, who is the facilitator of the orphanage I came from, speaks to letting go. I think especially now, surrendering control or the need to manipulate everything in our life will set us free. Resilience isn't just found in the getting up. It also resides in the surrender, the letting go, and knowing that you will arrive whole and right on time. Knowing that you can do that nap ministry. You can watch that extra episode. But then you get back in the game when you're ready. Two, adoption takes a support system. This means if you are an adoptive parent, going through counseling and building a circle of people who will support you and your child, this is imperative. This may ask you to leave your constructed walls and make friends with people of different backgrounds and beliefs, but your life will be made richer for it, I promise you. Growing up, I always prided myself that I have friends of all different hues, faiths, shapes, and orientations. I joke that I had the UN around me. Adoptees and parents alike need expanders. A term coined by manifestation guru Lacey Phillips. She says that expanders are people who model possibilities. See to believe. I have my own expander list of people whose life I would love to emulate. An example of someone for me is Haitian blogger Paula Mate. She is from Haiti and has richer, hued skin like me, loves fashion, dancing, has a cohort of beautiful friends, creates vibrant decorative photos, and rocks head wraps like a queen. I learned how to wear head wraps from her blog, actually. 
She showed me how I could further expand into confidence, style, and my career. I see her and I know it's possible for me too. Who are your expanders? Three. After doing the free Enneagram personality test in episode five with Dr. Juliana Olson-Deans, I learned that I'm a two out of the nine categories. One of the reasons why I love typology is because it is a threshold to self-knowledge. People use Enneagram to discern how to heal trauma or how to navigate certain relationships. When you understand yourself, you know where to begin. Four, I can now hear whether adoption language is empowering or disempowering with more clarity. Look, I know this work isn't easy and takes a lifetime of waking up every day and saying, I can do this. I have not mastered it, but I am in the arena trying. We're hearing more and more high-profile adoptions that are troubling because the parents refer to their adoptive child in derogatory or racially insensitive language. Our ears are tuned to it now. This is where we surpass not being racist and we become anti-racist. You shut down disempowering language that perpetuates whiteness as something one becomes because of how they speak or move through the world. Our upbringing is not an indictment. There is still time to define who we want to become. We abolish devaluing children's histories by not acknowledging that they are different. We obliterate the construct that you are not enough because of something that happened out of your control. Adoptees are not the result of someone's charitable deed. They are their own person, deserving of a voice and the right to tell their story the way they deem fit. Lastly, my friends, I'm still learning why the topic of adoption is taboo. Many people haven't talked about their journeys with their parents. It's tough, I know. During the panel, we discussed having a journal called Life Book, or name it whatever you want, where adoptive parents and adoptees could keep track of their journey. Whenever the book is updated by events such as deaths or births in the biological family, you can say, I've updated your journal. Do you want to take a look with me or without me? It's an equalizer and allows you to set boundaries for when you want to talk about adoption. I'm not saying I think everyone should shout it to the mountaintops. I sure don't. My curiosity stems simply from people being afraid to try to even bring it up to their own parents. We can only move forward and expand into the full force of our greatness when we understand why we are afraid, why we are ashamed of our story. That's it for now, fam. I'm going to get a massage, then I'm going to... uh, an orchard with a pumpkin patch and pet pygmy goats and pigs and such. (laughs) I'm such an animal lover. I love it. I love fall. Usually I get dressed up and go out dancing in some fancy place. But this birthday or born day, I want to go to a place I've never gone before. If you need me, reach out at youngadoptee on Instagram or on my website, laniceantoinecelli.com. I hope you find one thing to celebrate before the day's over. 
I know that there is so much doom and negativity swarming us right now. But take time to recognize that life is happening. Let's participate. In all things, go gently and have courage, my love. Another beautiful episode. Thank you so much for listening and thank you to my guest today. If you liked this episode, the best way to support me and this work is to write an iTunes review, a five-star review. (laughs) This helps us reach the top of searches and helps more people to find us. And if you personally want to connect, please reach out on Instagram or Facebook. And I have some great resource material on my website at laniceantoinshelly.com. So go on over there too. Until next we meet, go gently and have courage, my love.